thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. This podcast is brought to you by my new Facebook community, Healthy Lifestyle Choices with Brett Hill. To get information, videos, podcasts, and mentoring from me for free, just search for Healthy Lifestyle Choices with Brett Hill in Facebook. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, just four weeks of highly processed carb-laden foods have been linked to inflammation, memory loss, and Alzheimer's disease, while omega-3s and DHA have been shown to reduce the effects, even without other dietary changes. The study, conducted by scientists from the Ohio State University Institute for Behavioral Medicine Research, aimed to mimic the long shelf life packaged food typically consumed by humans, including potato chips, frozen meals, and deli treats. The fact we're seeing these effects so quickly is a little bit alarming, senior study author Ruth Barrientos said. She went on to say that these findings indicate that consumption of a processed diet can produce significant and abrupt memory deficits. And in the aging population, rapid memory decline has a greater likelihood of progressing into neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's disease. DHA, or docosahexaenoic acid, and EPA, or icosapentaenoic acid, are most commonly found in fish and other seafood. Among DHA's functions in the brain is a role in reducing inflammation. However, this is the first study of its ability to act against brain inflammation specifically brought on by a processed diet. The research team randomly assigned 3-month-old and 24-month-old male rats to their normal chow, which was 32% calories from protein, 54% from wheat-based complex carbohydrates, and 14% from fat, and a highly processed diet, which was 19.6% of calories from protein, 63.3% from refined carbs such as cornstarch, maltodextrin, and sucrose, and 17.1% from fat. Or they got the same processed diet supplemented with DHA. These are the types of diets that are advertised as being low in fat, but they're highly processed. They have no fiber and have refined carbohydrates that are also known as low-quality carbohydrates, Barrientos concluded. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion is that, first of all, it is important to remember that this is only a rat study. We'd want to see this replicated in human populations in order to get more definitive results from this. However, I think it does mimic and and follow on from a lot of other research being done that is showing the dangers of these highly processed carbohydrate-laden diets that exist in our modern world. And really, it's time that we started changing what we recommend um, and changing the language around how we recommend food and diets to our populations. You know, gone is the fat phobia. We need to move away from continually demonizing fats. Even though the science has moved well past it, we still see it a lot, especially in the media. You know, we're starting to see the changes in terms of government regulations and recommendations, but particularly in the media, we're still seeing a lot of those fat phobic messages. So we really need to start concentrating on these processed carbohydrates and the huge detrimental effect that they're having on people, and in this case, on their brains. Now, it's important to remember in this study that even the normal chow was still really high in carbohydrates. You have 54% wheat-based carbohydrates. This mimics the old-school food pyramid with that huge base of wheat-based products. And I think it'd be great to do this study again and do some, some different comparisons. You know, maybe what if we provided those 54% of carbohydrates from whole food sources like fruits and vegetables as opposed to processed wheat? products what would that look like and i say processed wheat products because of course you know no one can eat well no humans can eat the wheat grains unprocessed so what would it look like if it was fruits and vegetables instead of the wheat based 
carbohydrate product? Um, and indeed, what would it look like if we did a lower carb approach? And what would it look like, look like if it was, say, 30% carbohydrates? And then what would it look like if we went for a really low, you know, 10% carbohydrates? How does that uh, cause a change to this picture? Um, and so it's important to think about carb percentages. As I said, it's also important to think about carb quality. So I think we could take this research a whole lot further by looking at those variables and also, obviously, as I said, looking at it in human populations. I think it's also important to understand that, as the author said in this, that you know, supplementing with EPA and DHA alone is just not the answer. You know, We can't just go ahead and keep eating these processed carbohydrate diets, which are linked to many diseases, including obesity and diabetes, which are causing a huge raft of problems in our society. We can't just keep eating those diets thinking that a supplementation of EPA and DHA is going to be the answer, even if this study indicates that it may be the answer for our brain health. My suspicion is that if we looked at it over the long term, then that may not be the case and those cumulative effects of that bad diet might not be countered by the supplementation. But regardless of whether it is or it isn't, we know that that bad diet is causing lots of other detrimental health effects. And so, you know, we really need to start thinking about a more holistic diet. We need to start thinking about being more mindful of our carbohydrate intake, both in terms of quantity and quality. I think we need to eat a really healthy, balanced diet of foods that our bodies are designed to consume, being mindful of the carbohydrates, making sure we're getting quality fats and proteins in a balanced proportion. Um, And I think that's going to be great, not only for our brain health, but for the entire health of our body. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.